When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. What's up, everyone? This is the Schmodown Rundown. It looks like it's just me right now. Just me right now. There's no Brad Gilmore. Uh, Jen Serger was here. I think she will be here. We'll, we'll see if she pops back in. But we got a we got a crazy night uh, of matches that happened. Six matches, four title matches, and then we have the other fun ones. We have Chris Jericho, Brittany Young, and then Kevin Smith versus Brett Sheridan. Or, as you may know, hold on put this up here all right we're gonna talk all about it talk all about spoiler alert spoiler alert so if you're tuning in you haven't seen the event we're gonna talk about everything everything that happened at spectacular this evening a lot happened so spoiler alert now i'm back now if i bring in jen here if she's almost ready i think let's see here uh a little technical difficulty here but all right so maybe we'll have some other guests come on here, and uh, we're going to talk about everything that happened. Um, first off, what came back was storyline stuff, right? We got some Shumanati stuff. We got some faction stuff. Uh, we got some just crazy, some, some interactions pre-match. I think uh, one that we saw was, and it was an interesting one to me, was Adam Collins and Dan Merle. Uh, we're going to talk about that match, obviously. Um we're going to wait some more people to fill in here and I'm going to take a look at the comments here and just see Canada rock says this was the best spectacular yet. You know what? I think he's right. I think he's right. I really, really loved this spectacular this year. Somehow we, we, we continue to do a, do a bigger show every year. Um, what do we do next year? I don't know, but we're talking about this year right now. A lot's going on. 
I don't know about you, but I'm a little wiped from uh, watching an eight-hour event. I don't know how anyone else out there was faring with uh, watching all these matches. It was a ton of fun. Don't get me wrong. Uh, some of the best matches we've ever had, I thought. But uh, this this was a lot. This was a lot going down. And uh, briefly, briefly, um, actually, you know what? I'm just getting word right now. We were going to have Gucci on, but... Apparently, he's refusing uh, interview. Hold on, let me check. I'm getting a lot of messages right now. Um, let me see. Uh, Gucci, is gonna, um, he might come on later, or he's refusing. I don't know. He, he's been giving a lot of mixed signals. Um, from, some, from some factions, right? Um, let me see here. Uh it's gonna be interesting. I think, um, yeah. So a lot, and then we have Shmominati news going down. Uh, if you guys saw that last scene of of the event, um, it, it was. I don't know. We got some answers, I think, but not really. I think there's more questions now, right? The one thing that we do know is that Shmominati is not a figment of Andrew Guy's imagination. And what he's been now been going through these past few weeks, I think, makes sense. And we're definitely going to get more of this next year. Um, but here we go. All right, we're going to bring on Jen Sturger right now. We got we got her back. Hey, Jen, <laughs> what are you doing? About that man, it's so crazy. I Christian like told me I was filling in at the last minute, and then I got to my house and like set up my internet was going and then like it just stopped and it's so weird because like I've heard some like weird here it goes again do you guys hear that or no it's, it sounds like someone's banging on the wall outside my house I have no idea what it is and that's oh. very spooky I, I yeah so strange speaking of spooky oh my god the end of the end of spectacular holy crap yes Obviously, guys, there's going to be spoilers. I'm sure Frank's gone, already gone over this. There's gave him all the disclaimers, right? Read them the yeah, I, did, I mean, I popped up the little, we've got this little thing right here. If this, if this doesn't tell you what you need to know, it's about to happen. Well, spoiler alert so you can hear it. All right. Perfect. Just in case anybody's wondering, uh, yes, I am in full pajamas. We have some great guests lined up for you tonight. It's going to be spectacular. Oh, there you go. There it is. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I don't know if, can people even see my name on the bottom of the screen? Um, I don't think so. Is that we, oh yeah, we do need to see this. Hold on, let me see. How do we uh, see? I'm, I'm Brand. Like Brand's not here, as people may notice. Um, I don't know if this is a Shmominati thing or uh, a life thing, but it could be both. Who knows? Yeah. At this wish I knew. How, knows? how does this work? Guys. <laughs> it's Frank's first day on the job in case you can't <laughs> yeah. tell. Yeah. I have to ask the comment section, what were your thoughts on today's spectacular? I'd love to hear what your favorite matches are. Please be active in the comments. We love hearing from you guys. It was such an, aw an awesome time watching it with you guys and being able to experience it with you guys the best we can considering the circumstances we're in right now. Uh, tell Jen to be careful. It could be the Shmominati. To put her in the van yeah. with Guy. Well, there's worse people to be stuck in the back of a van with. Am I right? I mean, that's true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I saw Jen Vent. She's this Momenati guy's trust. Oh, 
guys, I'm really getting offended that I keep getting implemented, uh, implicated in this. I have nothing to do with the Shmominati. I don't even know what you're talking about. But anyways, let's get to the matches. We do have some great people coming up for you. Uh, Frank, why don't you get us started? All right, so let's start from the beginning. I think we'll just start right there, and then we'll work our way through. So first match to kick off the event was the Star Wars match between Alex Damon and Andres Cabrera. Obviously, Andres won the Star Wars tournament. He had a hell of a run in the tournament. And look, again, spoiler alert, I just want to say that because I don't want to ruin anyone's experience, but here's the result of that match. I'm about to tell you. Alex Damon retains the belt. It's not completely shocking that that happened, but in the manner in which it did happen, I think is a little bit shocking considering the run that Ace had in Star Wars, and he ends up barely escaping. Um, well, I'm sorry. Actually, he, he barely avoids. Um, well, he actually does not avoid. Well, he barely avoids a KO, but then in the end gets TKO'd. Um, just a stunning result there given the way Ace had been playing throughout the tournament. Alex, I think this so, is his first like, match all year. Like you're saying, though, we we never expected Ace to get where he did. Sure. You know what I mean? And, and he just became this darling that the fans absolutely loved and got behind. And unfortunately, it just didn't fall his way today. But I think that it says more about the fact that Alex Damon can sit the entire season cold and come out and play lights out. That's just who he is. Exactly. This is just who he is. This is what he does. He lives, breathes this better than anyone that we've seen in this division. Uh, Ace gave him a run for his money. That Alex Damon had, he missed that one question in the speed round that would have knocked out um, Ace had he got it correct or if he didn't even answer it because that still would have given him a one-point advantage and the KO. So the interesting thing here that I was looking at was if Alex Damon knew the score at the time when he was about to play his round, would he have answered? He wouldn't have had to answer that last question. He could have just sat back not have to worry about it. And then he would have been awarded the KO. And we, we, this could be a, a really a bigger story in terms of um, how dominant Alex Damon truly is and what he just did to a four and star Wars player. Absolutely. I, I think we're supposed to be having some guests on tonight. Guys, stick around. I know there's tons of after shows for you guys to be checking out right now, but we are so grateful that you are here with us. Uh, we, Like I said, we just kind of got thrown into this. I don't know what <laughs> happened to Brad. He was supposed to be here. Yeah. No, he's not. And I'm, somehow I'm here. So I actually, I don't know why the name tags aren't up, but I actually gave myself the name of the boat for the evening. Yeah, so I, I saw I'm, that and I'm gonna I love with it. it. Yeah. I'm going to um, roll with it. <laughs> All right, so the next match that we had in the evening was Chris Jericho and Brittany Young. I was very happy to see Brittany Young come back into the Schmodown play another match. And same thing with Chris Jericho. I think he was great against Kevin Smith, and I was looking for an entertaining, fun match to kind of break up the seriousness, the intensity that was going to happen tonight. And we got exactly that, and I think a little bit more because this match had some backs and forths, and I thought at one point Chris Jericho was going to win. Then at one point I thought Brittany Young was going to win. And then it kind of came down to Chris. Well, it did come down to Chris Jericho's five-pointer. And then Brittany Young wins. She's now one-on-one one on the year. Gets that one last win for the dungeon. But this was a great entertaining match with some back-and-forth play. Jen, what did you think of this match? I absolutely love this match. But I got to say, I feel like Chris Jericho has really overperformed what we anticipated he would be in terms of just his, his play. And to be honest, the, his trivia knowledge in general. I don't think a lot of us expected 
for him to come with the breadth of knowledge that he appears to have. But it seems like he gets better and better every. And if, if Roxy could just, you know, get him to try to tune out all the noise. I know he's got Fozzie. I know he's got AEW. But it's like if we could just close out the noise for a little bit and really get him to focus on his Schmodown game and focus on his movie trivia. We could be looking at like an actual, like legit powerhouse player. Yeah, I'm very um, encouraged by his base level of knowledge. It's it's a pretty good way to start off your first two matches, I thought. And if he builds upon that and he sticks with Roxy, um, I think he could be certainly a threat uh, down the line. So that's very exciting. The next match that we got. This one, Actually, Jen. I, I, I see like there's someone backstage. Oh. Uh, do you see that? Let's see here. What we got? Uh, okay, we're going to bring on the, let's see here. Uh, who, who do we want to bring on here? Um, I believe that I just got an angry text from Shannon, so we should probably get that out of okay, the way. Yeah, let's not keep <laughs> waiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Say no more. How do you ask who do we bring on if Shannon's sitting back? Do you want to lose an eye? Well, do you know who I am? Well, there is a reason, and we'll get to that. Yeah, I do. There's a reason why I have to ask that, but we'll get to that point later. Shannon, congratulations. You've won the faction title. We did it. Can we, oh, it's just been such a it's just been such a crazy year for you, Shannon. I mean, like I said to you during the match, so many people counted you out so early in the season. And I know you and I had many conversations off the record, you know, but we had a lot of conversations just about how disrespected not only you and but your entire faction was feeling. How does this validation feel to you now? Well, Jen, you know better than anyone else. They always count the pretty girls out. No one takes you seriously when you're this good looking, right? True. <laughs> people expect you to fail and people expect you to not know what you're doing. Oh, she's pretty, but can she do this? I think we learned that I can do this, you guys. I know what I'm doing. Absolutely. And I don't think any of us, Christian included, saw you actually announcing part of your team like who your top three were going to be like tonight are you all like you didn't have any like second thoughts or you didn't need to think about this are you sure <laughs> okay like I'm not, do, you I'm not even gift, do you have a gift receipt like is there like a seven day guarantee like in case you change your mind look that was no surprise to anyone everyone's like wow shocker what a revelation she picked you know collins chance and mike it's and and it's so funny because it could have got, i mean this was a decision made based on the results that we got up until tonight you know what i mean and and this could have been a very different scenario and i, I, I you know we joke around with mike about oh how he could have gotten booted and and you know for the people that are like she should dump mike and mike's the weakest link and mike sucks it's like uh Hold your horses here. Mike is a four-time champion who competes at a championship level in three divisions. And I know they'll say, oh, well, he's not a strong singles player. But people forget that Mike has done a lot of grunt work in his team matches. His speed rounds are insane. He had one terrible round one, and that's what's sticking in people's heads. But Mike is one of the most valuable assets in this entire league. So whether he won or not, it's not that I live with him. It's not that he's my boyfriend. I Mike is important and he's damn good at this game and also like god bless the rest of my players not all i mean and and some of most of them are multi-division players and and i got lucky and i and i'm so glad that they're part of my team and that's 
smart drafting on my part. I don't know. You know what I mean? But it's like people are so quick to like now dismic and discredit this this legend. You talk, you talk about gameplay, you talk about strategy, you talk about character work, you talk about passion, you talk about someone whose name has been on everyone's tongue for years and years and years. This is the third year that corruption and Mike and, and, and those storylines have driven this league. So he's an absolute asset. So the fact that people all of a sudden, since like Marisol and, and Adam came up, are like, well, drop Mike. You guys are that's stupid. That's stupid. And I'm saying all that to say if Marisol and and uh, Adam would have won the team's tournament and maybe had gone on to get the belts, Mike probably would have been in the draft. Do you know what I mean? Like all that to say, if 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 things would have ended differently, I would have had to do what needed to be done, and and that would have meant that yeah, Mike, I would have had to let go of him. But that's not the way the season turned out. So I think the general consensus is though, Shannon, that there's no shot of you retaining Laura and Marisol. Like the minute people saw that that's the three you stuck with, I know Rock Stryer started salivating. I know there were other managers that are just hungry to get a hold of some really well-knowledged female movie trivia players. Sure. And I've talked to a lot of managers about this because uh, obviously those are going to be some hot commodities and, and I get the risk and not having, but I can't protect them all. And it's like, what did I win? I get to hold on to three people who wouldn't have left me anyway. Like, great. That was worth all of our effort. You know what I mean? But it's, it's interesting because I can only do so much in that realm. And everyone's like, Oh, well she broke up the wild berries. She's got it coming for her. Well, the wild berries, are inconsequential. They don't they don't matter in the grand scheme of things. Breaking those breaking up the wild berries helped Winston. If he had drafted Makuga and Dewberry together, he made up he may have had one or two less wins on his record. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. breaking up the wild berries was a fun stage move, but it didn't have any real repercussions on the league and on the standings and on do you know what I mean? On the rankings, ultimately. And I wouldn't have done that if it, if it were another team that that actually, like, I don't want to say that had potential, but, you know, Dewberry needed that break, and I gave it to him. Um, but if, if, I mean, you know, people can try, but I have, I have questions for anyone, and I, I've talked to certain people who want to come knocking on my door already and, and trying to ruffle feathers here, and it's like, at the end of the day, can you trust Marisol and Laura? Can you trust them? That's something I've I've also really wondered with the the team that you have assembled this year is I think there's such loyalty to the corruption uh, way of doing things in the Schmodown that if they were to go to other factions, you're right. I do wonder, could you trust Marisol to be loyal to, let's say, the Den next year, let's say? Um, would you be able to trust Laura Kelly on your team Um that she'll be there in a way that's less than selfish, I guess, because mm-hmm. of course they're going to want to win for themselves, but are they going to be a team player? And as we found out, I think throughout the course of the year, uh, a team, team like family, like chemistry that you build with the fashion goes a long way in, in cultivating a winning atmosphere. Do you think that's accurate to say? Absolutely. I mean, and, and I'm not the only example of that. Like, let's right. not pretend that there aren't multiple factions out there who have built a family and, and, and Coy and the Mercs and Roxy and her rock stars. And of course, Winston and swag, like these aren't just random, you know, coincidence. These are people that have invested their time and their energy and their trust and their faith in each other. And I think 
the game has changed forever so long as we have factions. It's an individual sport, yes. But at the end of the day, people are putting their energy into each other. And that's something that I don't think the Schmodown has seen before. And I'm so curious to see how these, how this draft is going to manifest, how it's going to turn out. It's going to be very, very interesting. Do you want a player who doesn't want to play for you? Do you, do you really want someone who has no desire to be on your team and put an effort for you? You want to waste a pick on people who don't care to work for you. That seems stupid to me. And there's no, no, there's no, there's no, like the well is not dry. There's it's not like that people don't have options. Do you know what I mean? True. People are people are blowing up the chat right now, though, Shannon, saying keeping Mike and dumping the key is a huge mistake. Please well, explain can, to me your logic can, for this. If I can just uh, go to that point, I think, and I said this maybe a couple weeks ago, I think you keep Mike because, yes, he does play at a championship level. He plays in three divisions. Right now, Marisol, she's just singles in teams, which is great. Laura Kelly's only Star Wars, but if I think you're going to hold on to a player that can play in all three divisions, and I think I've heard Adam's pretty good in Intergeeks, and will he get into that next year? I don't know, but I don't think you let loose a, a triple threat in this league when they're so rare uh, in this league, and when points are going to be very valuable, especially in the Intergeekdom part of the Schmodown, where they're worth more. So why would you jettison a player like that who can get you wins in a division where they're worth more? compared to a player who can probably do really well in singles or teams, but mathematically, you know, those matches aren't worth as, as much as Intergeek. And so I, I agree with the move that Shannon has made. It's a tough move. It's a tough move, but it's the right one. I think. Of course there was more than that. I think that you have to also look into the fact that there are players out there like Mark that are uh, like Mike, Mike that are so established in the league that they bring about this, intangible mm. quality to them almost like a clubhouse guy where you're no it's kind of the opposite when like you know you're in corruption but like <laughs> the guy that kind of is the glue that holds the faction together because he's been there so long he knows the league inside and out and mike is that guy yeah yeah it's so who who the hell is d train mike is washed up you're washed up who are you wow that's such a stupid statement to make and it's not and i'm not even i'm not playing with you that's such a dumb idiotic thing to say like it's ridiculous well shannon i think uh you've had you've had a great year uh congratulations on a phenomenal year and you've Drafted well, you've picked up players like Adam Collins, uh, who delivered a big win tonight for that. What does the singles championship, before we get you out of here, what does that mean to the fashion title overall to, that you actually have a belt to go it's along with weird. it? You know, and, and we downplayed it because I don't need my players to feel that pressure. Like they have to do this. Otherwise, everything that they've done up until this point means nothing. Um, I believe in everything that you do throughout the season however it cultivates, whether you seal the deal or you don't, it's not one game. This is an entire season. I've said it from the very beginning. It's a marathon. You know what I mean? It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. So everything that they've done matters. Uh, Your stats aren't for one game. Your stats are for an entire season, for your entire legacy, for the entire time you play. So one bad game, one great game, you know what I mean? And it's so funny because like I said, we're just in a different, a, a new era. 
as it were. And, and there's been this whole thing. Is it the faction points? Is it the belts? Is it whatever? And now we've just like made everything this mushy pile where some people are going to cling to what they know. And some people are going to go on and try to adapt to the new regulations and the, and the new goals. Do you know what I mean? As far as winning a faction title versus winning a belt, but you know, everyone's got this short-term memory. And at the end of the day, no matter what you do, no matter how hard you work at the end of the day, people are just gonna be like, all that matters is who has the belts at the end. So it was very, very nice uh, for Adam to bring that home and, and let us win the faction war and put the most coveted belt of this league on our shoulders. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I mean, it means a lot because now what are you nerds going to say? You got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All Anyways, right. <laughs> uh, there's actually, there's actually someone else in the Oh, let me room. guess. Frankie. I, I knew it. I knew I'm just it. so happy to hear you, Shannon, say if all that matters is who has the no, belt. It's just good to hear you say that because um, how many belts do you have? Uh, the only belt that apparently matters. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. So I'm just going to let all the other players on your team know that you only care about one belt and that nobody else matters who isn't after that one belt. That's smart. You're good. Bro, you, you have you have you Matt have Damon on your team. You did nothing for him. He's had that belt forever. Keep calling him that. It's really, it's really cute. Uh, yeah, but I, I did do something for him, and I did do something for the team's belt, and I believe that I have more belts than anybody right and now. And what did you do for literally anyone else on your team? Um, like Adam, who won all of the matches that she played as well. Alex actually entering in inner geekdom and doing very yeah, well there too. Signing <laughs> one of the biggest celebrities that's ever been in the showdown coming in, bringing eyes and ears here, Le Champion, uh, a, a lot of different oh, how did he do tonight? Cannon, how did Le Champion do tonight? He didn't win, and he's not happy about it. And he will be coming back, but you know what? He's not just a signing to sign a big name. He's a and what are Roxy? And you know, Roxy sorry to hijack you guys, Jen. Roxy, what are you gonna do, honey? What are you gonna do? You got the you start Oscar, chanting, Jerry. Now you got <laughs> right. wants to pop a little bubbly. Who are Here's you keeping? Um, well, I think you guys will figure it out, but I don't know that it's too hard to figure out. I know that that can be challenging for you, Shannon, to like use the brain and think, who is Roxy? That's Richard you to say, Roxy. That's Richard. Here's what I will say, Shannon. Congratulations. Thank um, you. Congratulations on your first year. And also, I do think it was a smart move for you to keep Mike. I do think it is ridiculous to say that he is washed up. I think he's a very dangerous player. And I also think that things would have not been very healthy had you left him. I'm glad that you kept him. And uh, I think it's funny now that with the decision you made, you believe that there's any, any world, any world in which Marisol is going to be going to corruption uh, because you think that she would sabotage her own game. You think so little of Marisol. You think she might sabotage herself and whatever faction she ends up on because she has some loyalty to you. That is so outrageous inconsiderate and upsetting to think that Marisol's like that, that I hope she heard you say that. I hope she heard you plant those little seeds. I guarantee uh, you, Marisol. And, and I'm glad that, I guarantee uh, you that Marisol has a hand in everything that I've just said. So shame on you to think that Marisol is an idiot. 
Mm, you too, honey. You too. Let's see where Marisol ends up and let's see how she does next year. Roxy, would you draft Marisol if you had the opportunity? Would you draft Marisol with your first pick? Absolutely. And I've already let her know. So. <laughs> no, she wouldn't. No, she wouldn't. She's got friggin' Jericho. You want screen time, honey. You want Le Champion. You want the celebrities on your You're not coming for Marisol. Marisol doesn't want your ass. She doesn't want to have anything to do with you. You're about it, but you're not going to will not play for anybody else. He's made it very clear. Marisol has not said that. Marisol has not uh, said check I will the not play for anybody else. Check the fucking tape. Yes, she has. Watch what happened. I just want to point out that it was a really great night for female managers in general. <laughs> How yeah. about that? Thank you so much, Jen. I agree. Sure, Jen. And it is interesting that Shannon, at the end of it all, needed me. And I, much to my dismay, needed Shannon. It's amazing that Roxy pulled herself out of the gutter and still feels the need to like validate herself because she's not secure in what she did in like the fourth quarter of this entire Schmodown season. It's amazing that you won everything and yet you're still looking back at number three because you know I'm coming for you next year and you're scared crapless. So and you're not going to catch up to us. It's okay. a shame. Yeah. Maybe you guys being in the mm -hmm. same room at the same time, this was a little premature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, you guys did it, not me. It's, it's, it's uh, I didn't think it would become this. So, um, so bye, Roxy. Congratulations on like third place. You did great. And my multiple belt. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks. It's the team's title. Calm down. Calm down. Relax. Oh, you you don't want the team's title? Okay, I'll, I'll make sure that Chance and Mike know that. No, we've had it. We've had it many times, and we're coming oh, back. So so That's great. That's great, Roxy. Well, I look forward to next season where you and I just pass these belts back and forth all friggin' day long. I can do this Ooh, all day, you honey. Have all your belt? That was the nicest day. thing you ever said to me, Shannon. Thank you. You have the team's belt, you idiot. You're giving them back to me. Oh my god. This <laughs> you is said so pass these belts, so I assumed you meant all your the belts. team's belts because you no, have you them. Why that. are we doing this? Holy shit. This is such an insult to my intelligence. Oh, okay. Bye then, Shannon. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> See you later. Well, that wow. happened. Um, was not mm. expecting that to happen at all. I apologize, Roxy, um, but I Thank could not you. get over it otherwise. Um, it's okay, Jen. She can't be controlled. I understand. Wow. Um, I just felt like I was back in high school again. That was like <laughs> traumatizing for a second. Um, and I feel like I need to go to the guidance counselor's office and work through some stuff, you know? Yeah, um, she does make you feel that way. I get it. Congratulations, though, Roxy. Uh, amazing win with the odd couple this evening. And I have to say, it was heartwarming to just watch their genuine reactions of just utter shock that they won. Yeah, I mean, I think that probably everybody was feeling that way. With the way that the match was going, we really didn't know right down to the end there. Um, and considering the run that we've had this year and the fact that we are now the longest lasting team in the Schmodown to currently be playing together, uh, it, it just means more to us than it does to other people. I don't know how to say that in a kinder way. And I'm not saying this doesn't mean anything to Shazam, but like at the end of the day, there is no such thing as them checking out because they're always able to reach inside themselves and do it for each other and do it for me as well. And it was incredible. Like I, I, I just, I, I can't speak highly enough of them. I keep this uh this odd forever sticker with me. I'm not kidding you guys. And like, I look at this all the time because I just, 
I, I, I love them. I adore them. And also they're both so weird. They are so odd. And I just think that that speaks to people. Like, I think it speaks think to people. There's something about watching the odd couple win the belts, though, that I think is just, I think it's special because Chef obviously could do it with the Patriots. We all knew that he could do it with the Patriots. He had that long legacy. But then when you win with someone so much, it becomes like that Tom Brady Belichick thing where it's like, which one of them is responsible for winning? And so it's like, if he doesn't get back there, then it's like, oh, well, he can't do it without JTA. But now that he's done it with Mark Andreco, and Mark, for instance, he had his own side of it, where it was like Mark Andreco is one of the best players in the league that just couldn't get a belt. And so it's like seeing them both achieve and with one another is just, it's just kind of one of those perfect endings. I agree. I think I have two, I'm one of the only teams to really have two A players. There's not an A and a B on my team. But I, I will say that this season in particular, and I'm hoping people are paying attention. I, if I have to start a full-blown campaign, then I will, but I don't even think it should be necessary. I, I don't understand a world in which Jeff Snyder is not player of the year. I don't understand a world in which that's not the case. Uh, this guy is so, so dedicated. Not only did he make it to the finals in the singles tournament, and not only is he leaving this year in this season with a belt in the team's tournament and, and won the team's tournament and then won the belt. But also just the way that he consistently shows up on the Facebook group, interacting with fans is constantly there. He's on every single, every after show, every backstage, every episode of every single thing. Like this guy is Mr. Schmodown and he's a true champion and he reps this league so hard right now. And a time in which like, Dan and Roka are fighting and learning on each other. And those are the two people that are on the Mount Rushmore. The next person on the Mount Rushmore that's still playing, because Rachel Cushing in my eyes also has a seat there permanently, is Jeff mm -hmm. Snyder. It's Jeff yeah. Snyder. And, and the fact that nobody gives him his due uh, and, and says that he's a, an attitude or whatever it is, some of the best players of all time in every sport have attitudes. Yeah, Jeff Snyder has an attitude. We should all we should have an attitude like him. Like this man is the player of the year. And I can't believe that that's not like just signed, sealed, delivered right now. You know, that's something that, that I've been floating out there the past couple of weeks since he won the team's tournament. I think that did a lot for him in terms of, uh, his resume when you compare when you when you pair that with the fact that he did get to the singles tournament final which was the long the longest tournament we've ever had you know that amount of matches would have normally won him a belt but because of this year with the expanded level it just made him a runner-up but nonetheless still an accomplishment I, I think you are right Roxy that it needs to be discussed heavily that Jeff Snyder be in the player of the year conversation as well as the Mount Schmodown and all that stuff but for right now this year what he has done, I think, free-for-all win. He had a win in teams. Um, so very impressive resumes from both of these players. And then there's Dan Merle. You know, he had a pretty solid year as well. He's always been in that conversation. So there's a lot to talk about. But I think this year, I think, opened up a lot of eyes for in terms of where people see Jeff Snyder in the game. And this year was just one of those incredible runs he had. So I'm fully, um, I think I'm, I'm, I'm really back and forth on where, on where I would land on in the vote today, but definitely he needs to be in the conversation. Between him and who? Him and Adam Collins. Him and Adam uh, Collins. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, 
Yeah, go ahead. I, I get it. I get Collins being singles player of the year. I get Adam Collins being rookie of the year. But player of the year, he just hasn't proven it yet. What we saw him and Marisol be able to do was really great. But it, it didn't show his ability to rise above and work with every single person and always defeat. Like we've seen major holes here and we just don't know enough about his legacy, his longevity, his commitment to the league, the fans. Like what if this guy, he's player, player of the year. And then in a year from now, is he even still around in the league? Like Jeff Snyder has showed up year in and year out from so early on, it's insane. And he's never wavered and his commitment is there. And he went further in the two divisions combined than Adam Collins was able to go. So sure. I, I don't think it's a wavering thing. And I get, I've uh, seen a lot of people say it's Collins there. Collins definitely deserves his a place to shine, but it's with rookie of the year, not with player of the year. Yeah. I think rookie and singles player of the year is locked up for Adam Collins undefeated year. I think obviously, you know, and you have the belt at the end of the year, I think, that's no contest there. When it comes to what he did outside of singles, he won one team match, then won the horror free-for-all basically from the second round he was in. And so he was very impressive. And look, his numbers are incredible. And that's part of the reason why it's a, I waver because he missed seven questions in singles in seven matches all year. Uh, that's something no one has ever even come close to doing in one single year. So for someone like me, it does... I go back and forth. One week I was like, I think I'm going to give it to Snyder. The other week I was thinking I'm going to give it to Colin. So I will be very interested in this in this vote um, at the end of the year. You guys are right. I'm looking in the comments right now that it is about this year, and I agree. But if you add up where they win in the two tournaments, then it's still Snyder. Like from every angle, this is Snyder. And like everybody talking to me about, are you campaigning? Are you pushing for manager of the year? I don't care. I don't care what you guys at home think about that. You're, no matter what, you guys are like all over Shannon's dick and all over Winston's badge. You guys are like uh, just obsessed with them. Do your thing. It's fine. I don't care about that. But if I can do one thing as manager, it's to get out the message that like this is this is Snyder's year to win player of the year without a doubt. No, he has a real good case. I agree. But Rocks, like I said, I, I'm just so thrilled for your faction and, and how everything shook up for you in terms of the odd couple getting the belt. Are you decided in terms of who you're going to be keeping next season? Here's the, the interesting part about it is that I know what I want to do. I think I know what they want to do, but none of this is locked and loaded until it's locked and loaded. So, you know, there could always be room for crazy surprises here. But what I feel is that even though we are not as vocal and boisterous about our studying tactics or how we're communicating behind the scenes is like corruption is always trying to throw out exactly what they're doing or the exchange always wants everybody to know what they're doing. My faction is so tight and solid and my players love me and I love them so much. And I, I can't see a world in which it's not very obvious what I should be doing here. I current three of my players currently hold belts. Three of my players hold belts right now. I mean, what, what does that say to people? Uh, at, at the same time, I have a lot of really great other players. I've got a lot of interesting choices to go in the draft here. And uh, I, I have some thinking to do in that arena and trying to arrange. This is new for me as a manager with uh, this past year. I really have to think about points. I have to think about the fact that we are going into okay. – the league next year in which we cannot compete 
in teams um, digitally. They said they're not going to be digital teams competitions. So I have to think about, okay, so when are we doing that in person? So who do I want to draft for that? I also know that if I do keep Alex Damon, he is the champion. I know that this year, Alex Damon got way more points for me in inner geekdom than he was able to do in Star Wars because of the few amount of matches a champion is able to play. So I really have to rearrange my strategy on all these things. If I want to come out on top, which I do want to come out on top, I need to figure out points wise, who are the smartest people for me to be drafting. And that's something different that I was not thinking about last year because we had a global pandemic and none of us could have known how these points were going to shake out. Yeah, there will be a, there, there's a small announcement in the chat, the live chat, there will be a points adjustment coming for next season. So I'm sure that's going to play into your strategy and what you want to do. But Roxy, uh, you had a hell of a spectacular, a hell of a year. You came in third, just, you surpassed Finstock Exchange on the last day of the year. So that must feel a little... Say little, it again. Uh, right <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, congratulations on, on a great year and a great team. Uh, championship win, a Star Wars win, and just an all-around great year. Thanks a lot, Roxy. Really appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Thanks so much, Roxy. All right. So great. So great having them. They're so much better when they're kept in separate rooms. Uh, I was <laughs> yeah. not expecting those fireworks tonight, guys. We really apologize for that. Uh, as much I as I enjoy like good uh, as much as I enjoy good banter, there's just something about uh, people yelling at each other in crosstalk that just the inner broadcaster True. in me is like, oh, um, but anyways, continue. All right. So we've, we've talked about a little bit, you know, a big match between Damarill and Adam Collins. And really the only way to talk about this match is with the new singles champion. That is the Coyote, Adam Collins. Adam, how are you doing? Looks like you have a victory. Well, yeah. <laughs> Well done. Thank you. Thank you very much. Can you hear me okay? Yes. I just have to test that. I'm just, you know, just like to make sure. But no, thank you very much. Um, I was just, you know, sitting back and I ate all my popcorn during the previous segment. So uh, now I, I almost just kind of want to dish on everything we just witnessed uh, rather than even discuss my own match. Yeah, well, um, not so fast, okay? Because you played the greatest player of all time, and you took him to it took you to sudden death um first of all coming into this match where were your what was your anxiety at if you had any your nerves where was your mind at coming into this match you're playing for the singles belt you're possibly you were possibly playing for a faction title you were playing for a 7 and 0 record i mean there's a lot uh, on the line and a lot floating in the air where was your mind at and how are you navigating all of that to prepare for Dan Merle? Well, I, I had a gap in my schedule, you know, um, uh, as Roxy alluded to, we did not uh, make make it further than the semifinals in the team's tournament. So after that loss, um, you know, it was a good opportunity just to double down on preparation for the match with Dan. Uh, I treated it, you know, like Rocky treated the fight with Drago, essentially, except, you know, you know, uh, this is the rundown. Uh, I think I'm allowed to at least modestly admit that uh i i do uh uh really respect dan um and i think i think that uh goes without saying but um so i'm not trying to say he's a villain like drago <laughs> but he's <laughs> he's of that caliber obviously right 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 uh so uh rather than go off to russia in my case it was the white mountains of new hampshire and uh uh i've just been studying watching more movies than ever and watching old matches 
um, and staying I've sharp. I've been to New Hampshire and can vouch it's very similar to Russia at times in the winter. So. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Especially <laughs> the part. You really don't have anything else to do but learn trivia. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, I, a lot of people thought I was going to rest on my laurels, but I didn't do that. I was staying involved with the faction. Um, Marisol is my teammate off screen as well. Uh, you know, she's helped me with a lot of one on one study sessions. And then the group as well, we've done larger study sessions. Um, Chance and I were constantly working with each other to prepare uh, for each other's matches. So I was constantly working with my teammates um, and staying sharp uh, so that I didn't get fuzzy, you know? Absolutely. How does it feel, though, to hear your name with the words movie trivia schmodown champion? <sighs> well, uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, I was waiting for this day to come. Um, you know, it was just, you know, it felt like a dream. And, uh, and right now it still does quite a bit. Um, uh, as fate would have it, uh, a year ago, um, I was at, I've been to all the New York events. Um, I'm a fan first as a lot of people know. So, uh, I had the opportunity, um, when I went backstage to hold the singles belt as a fan, as a fan. And I have a picture of that moment that I can't wait to share with the world. Um, uh, yeah, very special moment for me in, in retrospect, um, uh, I don't have the belt yet. Logistics are pending, but um, I res <laughs> I'm respecting the process. I'm not making any, you know, crazy demands yet. Um, you know, uh, Dan and I do have some distance between us, so we'll see what happens. But it's it's fantastic. Um, I worked really hard to do this, um, but I didn't think it was a foregone conclusion. Um, it took a lot of hard work and it took a lot of focus. And it was also on top of just dealing with a lot of things that, you know, we all have to deal with outside of the Schmodown. Uh, we all have other responsibilities and my life is no exception. So it was tough to balance it and make sure I was preparing the right way for Dan. I think it just goes to show you that even when you're someone like yourself that already has a good depth of movie knowledge, that the players that are coming into this game now, they are not just coming in with that knowledge they already have. They are preparing, they are studying, they are strategizing, especially with a manager like Shannon Barney. She is one of the top strategizers in this game. I will say that out loud. For someone who has never played a single game of movie trivia, Shannon knows how to play this game better than almost any manager that I know. And so I, I just pass off to you for being able to not only win, obviously, but to win despite having just come off that loss in teams like that's just to me, those are marks of someone that just gets it and gets how to play the game and gets how to stay in the game, even when it doesn't go their way. Well, I, 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 I find it entertaining. And I'll tell you the weirdest part of playing in the Schmodown is hearing people talk about how they think you think. Um, <laughs> sure. um, I'm not going to name Are you names. referring to me? Is that what you're doing? No, 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 no. <laughs> actually, actually, uh, Frank, um, I actually am quite fond of you. Uh, oh, to be, uh, you know, just to be a straight shooter. I think you're great. Um, but uh, no, I'm not going to name names uh, uh, otherwise. But honestly, um, uh, when it comes down to it, um, I just I have a mind for this stuff. I know what I'm capable of. Um, I know what I need to work on. And that's not anybody else's business. And that's part of my strategy. That's a pretty smart strategy. Now, uh, the other thing I do want to know is because you don't actually have the physical belt 
I mean, has it sunk into you? And or when did it finally hit you that look? I I went seven and zero. I'm the champion. I you don't have the belt, but like, when did that really hit you? If not at the moment when you won it? Um, I think I'm allowed to disclose this. Um, okay. it was getting a, a personal message from Dan. Hmm. Um, and you know, I'm not going to go into details, but he and I exchanged messages, and it was uh. It was it was just a really great uh, experience, um, and that that really sealed the deal for me. Uh, getting that message from Dan, um, everyone saw the match. Um, it could have gone either way. Yeah. It was it was a real fight, and it would be a toss up anytime we played. I think, um, but I Dan's one of the reasons I got addicted to watching this game. You know? <laughs> um, I know Roxy says you know like Jeff is involved with the fans, and he is. And I think if Jeff won player of the year, I think that'd be fantastic. He's, he's more than yeah. earned it. Yeah. What, what I will say is um, I've been to all the live events on the East coast. I'm immersed in this culture. Um, I, I came from it. Um, and the fan leagues are an integral step to that. Um, I paid my dues there. You know, I experienced loss there. Uh, so when people thought like I wouldn't be able to handle it when I lost in teams, I was looking forward to people seeing that match so they could see that Marisol and I were holding our heads high. Yes. <laughs> Marisol says, yeah. remember that scene in Jurassic Park where the T-Rex throws back the Billy Goat <laughs> and follows him whole? Relevant. Dang. Oh, my gosh. She, uh, oh. she, she knows and a thing or two about that film. for figuring out how to work this thing because uh, I know I know you kind of got thrown to the wolves tonight, literally in this case, uh, yeah, wolf yeah. coyotes. Yeah. Uh, so I'm very grateful that you're running the stream yard for us. Thank you. I'm just glad I figured some things out here. <laughs> um, Adam, Otherwise, Adam would still be sitting in the waiting room. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Uh, Adam, I wanted to ask you real quick about your match though. Uh, in the second round, now you and Dan mm-hmm. went perfect in that first round. You outscore him eight to five. He gets young. He gets young adult. You go with Clint Eastwood. I saw Mary. Is he breaking up for you too, Adam, or just me? Yeah. Oh, am I back? Could you okay, repeat good. the back now? Could you repeat the question? <laughs> yeah, that's one. It's the first JTE. Okay. Um, <laughs> you're, you, take Clint, you take Clint Eastwood. I mean, he has a vast filmography, acting and directing. He gets young adult, but you outscore him eight to five, and you have a bit of a lead going to that speed round. Was there any point... I guess in the match, or was at this particular point where you said, I have a little room, I'm up by three points. Did you start, where, where was your mind at that point? You're up three points against Dan Merle. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I've seen all his matches, many of them uh, several times. Um, and uh, I knew a lead on him doesn't mean anything because I know as well as anybody um, uh, that the five-pointer decides everything. And the five-pointers have been 50-50 for most players, uh, myself being no exception this season. So um, I knew it meant nothing until we got to the end of the third round. For it to play out the way it did, uh, obviously, I I just kind of knew in my gut uh, that we were kind of headed that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't explain it. But, uh, yeah, when it took shape, I was like, okay, this feels right in a way, you know. I want it just to come down to like a raw round of trivia. And then into that, and now into that betting round, you bet one point there. What's the mindset uh, on that? I guess 
somewhat of a conservative play there. Yeah, well, animated is broad. And, you know, we've seen the betting round turn out to be, you know, in my opinion, somewhat gettable questions a lot of times. Um, they're kind of baiting you into, like, how ambitious do you want to be? And yeah. and the reason I didn't was, again, just it was a conservative play. I knew I could gamble a point, And I knew I already had a lead. I didn't want to I didn't want to get carried away. Um, uh, and I didn't think Dan would go for the full three either. Um Cause I know he's, he's a cautious player as well, but he had to go, yeah. he had to go for what he could. So it was, it was a little bit of caution, but I, I really just, I wasn't counting him out. There's, I mean, be insane to do that. So obviously Dan Merle is uh, going to be on the free agency market. Who saw that coming? Wow. I mean, Adam Collins, what, what do you think about Dan Merle on the free agency market? I mean, he's obviously the biggest name out there right now. Yeah, I mean, um, obviously, uh, I think he'll be on a few people's lists. But uh, uh, the the thing the thing that gets me about it is, um, look, Shannon said said it right. You know, corruption's not in the business of making friends uh, and you know kissing too many asses. But I do have to say, witnessing what happened at the end of the spectacular, I found to be despicable. Um, and uh, I wouldn't. Uh, have it in me to act the way uh what i saw from roca and gucci um uh it sickened me a bit um uh because dan's a fellow warrior and um you know that that fight tonight just it meant the world to me and i and i and i could tell that uh after it was all said and done you know he's not going to lose sleep over that match either um so to see see the finstock exchange crumble the way it did he was always too good for that faction we all knew it we all knew it. So um, on the market, does this mean that you may be wanting to get Shannon to maybe go after Dan Merle? Look, uh, from my understanding, teams won't be on the docket for a while in 2021. So to prioritize thinking of the team's division um, going into next year, I think is kind of useless for all of us. Um, mm -hmm. but I've made no secret. I prefer to play with no one other than Marisol McKee. Uh, so we'll see what happens in this draft. I trust oh. Shannon to be cutthroat. <laughs> um, but you know, all, it. <laughs> yeah, I think we proved, uh, you know, uh, you know, that was a toss up of a match against odd couple and it hurt to miss the three and five back to back. That'll, that'll kill almost anybody. But those two questions, they were, in my opinion, a little bit tougher, and that's how it how it goes. And it was good for us to eat some humble pie, but at the same time, it also made us hungry to show what we're really capable of. So we intend to play as a team next season, and we'll see what the managers do with their dance and everything. But um, yeah, I, I I prefer to play with no one else. Well, Adam Collins, once again, congratulations. I think I, I know. I think I know what he's saying. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining. Congratulations! I'm going to take this over for you. You know, right here, okay. your, your computer is a little glitchy, Adam. From all of us here at Schmodown, congratulations on an amazing season. You've done something that we've only seen done one other time, and I feel like. If we weren't in the midst of a pandemic, this would be the night to go out and pop as many bottles as humanly possible. But for now, just for now, just you know, you sip that and you enjoy. And uh, next time we see each other in person, I feel like they'll be around on us. 
Oh, I, right. I, I look forward to it. It would it would be an honor. Thanks, guys. I will uh, I'll be watching. Thanks so much. Frankie, I know we've only got a few more minutes here, but there are a lot of great questions right now going on in the chat. Some are specifically addressed to you, and they're hard math, so I don't really want to attempt to answer them. Okay. Um, so, well, we, I see a couple uh, super chats here. One of the, one for, okay, go ahead and hit those. And I found yeah. uh, I found the ones that I wanted to read for you. Okay, cool. Um, so from D Train, he says, "Why change the name from Rock Stars to Stars?" That's an interesting question. I'm I'm wondering if we'll get a clarification on that from the league. Uh, so I actually know what happened. There ah. was apparently a conversation between Roxy and Christian. I'm not sure, like if it was a, a personal preference or whatnot, but there was a conversation had about it, and the two came to the agreement that the name would be changed. There really wasn't any kind of um, there wasn't any kind of like explanation given it's just it is what it is it's nothing personal and you move on okay well there it is there it is all right and then we have uh one last one where actually he sent this one this is his first d transcendent two this is his first one uh he did he did say keeping mike and don't yeah, I read that one yeah. yeah you know what uh, you know thanks for that one d train i had thanks for the 299 though all right well, what else what did you find out there jen so I did see this. It says Frank with the snake draft is the worst faction picking first next season, or am I mistaken? The worst faction picking first. That is correct to my understanding, which with that, that would then mean the dungeon would have the first pick since the burning droogs will not be a faction anymore. Uh, they are currently in last and uh, they won't be a faction next year. And second to last is the dungeon. So they would assume that first pick of the draft and so Kaiser, I think, finds himself in a pretty advantageous position. If he can sign three big players, he's also got the next. He's got the very next oh. pick in the in the draft. Oh my! Track. Oh my! Yep. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed. We are being joined by uh, the outlaw in the chat right now. Um, is that oh. the is that the that's the real outlaw? No. Um, I, mean, the can... I mean, I don't know. Is, is it about this one right here? Yeah, is it? I don't know. Sometimes people make fake accounts, but I don't. If it's the, I mean, regardless if it's the real one or not, I feel like we all have to say it. I didn't see that coming tonight with John, and honestly, I'm a little taken aback. I, I, that's not the John that I know, and I don't really know where his head's at right now. Like he, John Roca did. Okay, I'm just. Oh, okay. Um. So. Hmm. What? Is he talking about me? I don't. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't know. I know it was a, it was a rough night. He's just still venting. But uh, you're right, John. I I was I was very uh, taken aback by um, oh you know uh, what happened there with with the exchange and dumping Merle. Um, uh, yeah, it is very peculiar what what happened um, with that whole exchange. Really, no pun intended. Look no one's knocking Roka's season. Roka, despite his record, played so much better than his record indicated. He didn't Absolutely. have a terrible season. It just, things did not go his way at the end of matches. But tonight, I I can't for the life of me begin to understand why he would betray his best friend like that. I just can't. Yeah. Um, speaking to John's season, it reminds me a lot of Ethan Irwin's second year. Played really well, but just came up short in some of these matches, and didn't. And it didn't look like he had a good year in the win-loss column. But I still think there's a lot of fight in Roca, and obviously something. You know, I wonder because we had 
we've been hearing all year long Roka's done with uh, Dagnino or it was looking like that. From day one, the draft, he was ticked off. And now this flip, this reversal, I wonder if Dagnino got in his ear and started spinning something and um, made Roka kind of turn back and see a different, have a different point of view towards the end. Which is, um, if I'm, it's a pretty sinister thing to do if, I'm, if, if you're Dagnino. So I don't know what they plan to do next year. Yeah, I have no idea what next year is going to look like for them either. But I'm hoping that you get some better internet for sure. There's a lot going on in my oh, house while he's using internet. It's one of those nights. I can tell. I <laughs> um, can tell. Uh, but anyways, it's been a really great night. We know you guys have been with us for forever. It seems. So on that note, we're going to let you guys go, but we just want to thank all of you that joined us for today's spectacular. Thank you so much for being a part of this family, even virtually when we can't see you all in person, it means the world to us. I swear to God, I'm going to hug every single one of you when I see you in person next time we're all allowed to be together because we made it through this entire season in unprecedented times in a way that none of us anticipated it would ever happen. And it's thanks to all of your support make sure that you guys check out the $10 tier on Patreon. I'm not trying to be a salesperson. I'm trying to save you money because if you're here week in and week out and you're like, I don't know if I should do it. Look, it's the best bang for your buck and there's going to be so much content, so many pay-per-views. You do not want to miss anything that's going to happen next season. I, I, I promise you that. Like I said, I owe you all hugs. Write it down, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So today's been great. We had some great guests, some crazy banter, but uh, that's going to do it tonight. Um, in the coming weeks, Brad will presumably be back, and we'll still further break down these matches and all the events because there's still a lot to get into that's going to last us the whole offseason. So if we didn't get to it tonight, we will get to it in the weeks ahead. So once again, what an incredible season. And uh, for myself and Jen, this has been the Showdown Rundown, and we will see you next time. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com.